Hello, friends. My name is Brittany, and this is the Capture the Chaos podcast. Right now, your photography business probably looks like confetti on the floor after a birthday session. A bit of a mess. In this podcast, we will talk about how you can be more productive and organize your business in order to have success without burnout. We focus on growing your business in the most sustainable way so you can focus on the parts of your life that matter most. It has... (laughs) It has been a really long time since I have sat down to record a podcast episode. I had all of my episodes recorded back in May for the entire summer, and I took the summer off to hang out with the kids and, you know, do, well, it really was supposed to be a summer of rest, and it turned into anything but restful because I I just don't sit well. <laughs> and so I started all kinds of new projects. One of them is a planner. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally picking dust off my microphone right now because that's how long it's been sitting here not being used by me. So like I, I literally am picking little dust particles and it's like flying into my mouth right now. It's the best. So I'm working on a planner right now that started back at the end of May. Literally the school gets out. I say, hey, I'm going to take it easy this summer. I'm like, no, let's create a planner. So that's what I've been doing. (laughs) And I'm hoping to have it ready to go by 2024. Um, I will be talking more about this whole planner thing later on. Right now, I don't have a whole lot to say. Um, (laughs) It's going to be awesome. That's all I know. But Let's talk about fall. It is fast approaching. And honestly, these hot temps cannot end soon enough. Have you started planning your fall calendar yet? If not, listen up. We are going to dive into some of the lessons that I have learned over the many years of being a family photographer. Family photographer. I'm not even sure what I just said there. And even if you have started planning your fall calendar, listen up. I might have some tips that can save you a whole heck of a lot of um, burnout here in the next few months. I wanted to talk about the different seasons that we are in. And if you're a newer photographer, maybe less than two or three years, then you're looking around and maybe you're seeing all these other photographers who have already started posting their family sessions, uh, their calendars for fall, and maybe they're completely booked for the rest of the year. It's barely August. I mean, we're like halfway through August and you're like, I don't even have my mini sessions booked up yet. How is this happening? You're looking at your calendar and it's wide open and you start comparing yourself to those other photographers. Stop. First of all, I need to address this. I know this is the time of year that we as photographers are doubting ourselves and we're wondering if things are going to book and we're wondering what we're doing wrong when other people are doing things right. I mean, it's not even just this time of year. This is all year long, all the time, every day. (laughs) And it just looks like everyone else is doing really well. Now, for those that are doing or seem like they're doing really well, they're probably doing one of two things. I'm going to share those two things with you. (laughs) I wrote this podcast episode while I was on a walk um, and I was doing voice to text. And so deciphering what I said (laughs) is kind of crazy. Like photographer has translated to bagata. I don't, I don't know. So if I say some weird things, it's because my voice to text got 
all kinds of crazy. So I'm doing my best here. <laughs> and also I'm really trying to warm up back into podcasting. Like I was in a good habit and a good routine and it was like coming really natural. And now I have to get back into that. And it has been a while. Like I said, months, three months, I think. <laughs> so, okay. Those photographers who are drilling really well, one thing that might be happening for them is that they've been in the game for a really long time and they have an email list that they have trained that their clients know that they are going to book up and they're going to book up fast. If they don't schedule a session with them in the summer, they are probably not going to get a session. And you might just not be there yet because your clients haven't been trained to see and know that your schedule is going to fill up if they don't book with you early. So here's the good news for you as a family photographer. Everybody wants Christmas card or fall photos for whatever reason. That's just when they think they need to get their family photos done. A lot of people are doing Christmas cards and it's really important to them to get those Christmas cards done in the fall. Like I have no problem sending out my beach photo (laughs) from earlier in the summer, but most people want those fall photos. And so we just get really busy as family photographers in the fall. They are just jumping at the bit to hire. Now, if you stay consistent and you market and you show up regularly and let people know your photographer and that you're booking and you have openings, then they are going to start booking. They will. Now, here's something I don't want to happen. I don't want you to get so excited that these people are booking you and you end up overbooking yourself. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later, but... First, let's move on to that other thing that those photographers who are talking about how well they're doing, the second thing that might be happening for them is they might be doing this scarcity tactic. And it's not necessarily an icky thing to do. It's not bad. There's some benefit to it. And there's definitely a good way to do this. And there's a reason for it. So here's how it works. That photographer posts a limited number of sessions and dates, uh, and then they start to book and people start seeing that those sessions are booking up. And they kind of get that urgency and they're like, oh my gosh, this is, there's only two spots left. I've got to book that now or it's going to be gone. So once those sessions start to book up or they fill up, the photographer might add more dates and time slots. And I don't think this is a bad thing. Um, And I don't think it's icky and I don't think it's dishonest. I would do the same thing because I don't want to have four hours open for many sessions and just book a few at the end and a few at the beginning. And then I have this giant gap in the middle. So what I would do is open up two hours at the end and hope those fill up. Once I do, I'll open up another hour at the beginning. Maybe I'll open up both hours if, if it booked up really fast. So I would do it so I could kind of keep my schedule more condensed and not just waste so much time. Or if you're renting a studio and you wanted to get rid of some of the time and not have as much risk with the studio rental, that might be a good option for you as well. So if you haven't already had your fall sessions posted since June, that's okay. There's going to be people who are needing to book later on. And I promise you, they're going to be people contacting you well into December. And hopefully you're going to be saying, I'm sorry, I'm booked. I can't take anything else. But here's my email list for next year. Uh, Whenever I open up sessions, you'll be the first to know about it. And that, my friend, is how you train your people to know that they need to start booking in July. And it's not going to happen overnight, and it's not even going to happen in one year. But the longer you do this and the longer you do it well, the easier it's going to get. Um, I've been doing this for 12, 13 years, and at this point, it is absolutely no effort on my part to book fall. 
So you won't see me doing a whole lot of marketing for fall. I did start at the, I was doing some marketing because I wasn't quite sure it was going to be happening because uh, summer was crazy dead for me. Like I got absolutely no inquiries in the month of June. I mean, I'll be quite honest. Like I was almost scraping pennies through June and I wasn't quite sure fall, what was happening. And, you know, people were saving money. Are they going to be booking in the fall? Fall, I make half my yearly income as happens in the fall. So I was a little bit nervous. And so, yeah, I did market a little bit in July. Then most of my mini sessions are booked. A lot of my full sessions, they're just booking um, without even trying at this point. And I'm not, I'm not saying that to brag at all for sure, but I'm saying at this point in my photography career, it is on autopilot. And that will happen for you eventually. If you play things smart, if you to everything we've talked about in this podcast. I mean, everything in this podcast we've talked about is everything I know and everything that I do. So this is going to happen for you too. You just can't give up and you have to keep going and you have to put in the work the first few years, several years, and eventually this is what it's going to be like for you as well. So let's talk about how not to overschedule yourself. I said we were going to talk about that a little bit. I'm hoping that you just get so busy and so many inquiries and you're having to turn people away. And I want you to turn people away. I don't want you to get so excited and just accept everybody. Fall is a really fun time. There's so many things to do with your family. There are pumpkin patches, there's trick-or-treating, and then you kind of get into the Christmas season, which is just as awesome. And you don't want to miss out on that because you're shooting all the time or you're having to edit all those photos that you took. I see photographers overbook themselves with sessions and they just kind of disappear for three or four months. And I don't want that for you. You did not start this business to neglect your family and work all the time. That is absolutely not why you're here. I want you to be able to take sessions and be able to make money and spend time with your family. So you need to sit down and look at your calendar for September, October, November, and December and decide what are some things that you know you're going to want to do with your family or with your friends or by yourself. Do you want to take some time off for Thanksgiving so you can visit family out of town? Do you want to take a Saturday off to go to the pumpkin patch? Do you know that you need Halloween off so you can take your kids trick-or-treating or or maybe the day before so you can go to a trunk-or-treat at a local church? Uh, Talk to your family members and see what they have, what plans they have going on, if there's going to be things that you want to do with your family. Like my family has a get-together. It's like a big Christmas gathering that we do early in December, but lately it's been in January and sometimes July. (laughs) But I want to make sure that if it is in December, that I don't overbook myself and not get to go to our family gathering. So is there a day off that you want to give yourself every single week? Like I like to take Sundays off. Maybe your spouse or your person that you're with is off on Mondays and you want that to be your day off. Whatever it is, just keep in mind to schedule one day every single week that you're just not going to take sessions. And I know some of you have a really hard time planning things in advance. And I guarantee that this is going to change the way you book. If you have been someone in the past who has been overbooked um, and you know you've been into that deep, dark editing cave and you come out looking like a penny in that one episode of Big Bang Theory when she gets dumped and becomes like a gamer um, and she has like Cheetos all over her face and her hair is a mess. If you know, you know, like that is my vision of photographers when they overbook themselves and they're just like editing, editing, editing at all times. 
after you've looked at your personal calendar and you know what days you want to give yourself off, you are going to schedule your mini sessions if you do them. I would go ahead and plan those dates now if you haven't already done it. Book a studio, pick the locations that you're going to use. And like here in Dallas, most of the good studio sessions, time slots are filled. (laughs) So you might have to take some of the secondary leftovers there, but it's still doable. The next thing you're going to do, if you do them, you're going to schedule your mini sessions. I would go ahead and plan those dates now. If you're using a studio or certain locations, you're going to go ahead and book those studios or the locations that you're using. So that way you can save them. And once you book your mini sessions, then you're going to figure out when you want to do your full sessions. I don't want you to open yourself up to like having session availability every day, Monday through Sunday. Because what's going to happen is you're inevitably going to get booked every single one of those days and you're going to have no time to edit and you're going to have no time for family and you're going to have no time for self and you're going to get overwhelmed. Set specific days you're going to take sessions. Maybe one day you're going to do Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and then the next week you can do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. They don't have to be the same every single week. And don't be afraid that people are like, oh, don't think that people aren't going to take what you're giving them. If you say, I have these five days this month available, they're going to take one of those five days if they want to book with you. It's very rare that I ever have someone who's like, I absolutely can't do any of those days. And usually I'm just like, sorry, I'll refer them to someone else. Or if it's a longtime client, maybe I'll squeeze them in another day. But people are going to work with the schedule that you give them. So don't be afraid that you're not going to get as many bookings because of that. You're going to prevent yourself from getting overbooked. Just take it from me. Listen to me. You do not want to take more than three or four sessions in a week. Honestly, I think three or four sessions is kind of a lot. I would even aim maybe like two or three, but I know if it has been kind of a slower year or, you know, you're getting excited that you're actually getting bookings, you might want to do three or four. Maybe, you know, maybe you're trying to get like stack up your bank account, which I'm definitely going to do. I I am okay with taking a lot more sessions in the fall than I would in the spring just because I I just, I'm prepared for it. And I know that's what I want and I, I know how it's going to feel. And, and I know I'm going to get a break in December and January and that's okay with me. I highly suggest that you get a CRM that has a booking calendar and has contracts and invoices. I don't care if you're taking a lot of sessions at this point or if you've made a lot of money. This is the one thing, one of the first things that I would invest in your business right away. Start as you mean to go on. If you want to have a polished and professional looking photography business, um, then you need to start as a polished and professional photographer. You can't have one foot in and one foot out. You have to go all in if you're going to do this. And I promise you, you can do this. All right. And I'll help you. I'll help you do it. If you, if you're, if you need someone in your corner to cheer for you, I will help you. I will make sure that this happens for you, but you can't just half. I was going to say a naughty word that would make me have to mark myself explicit, but I'm not going to do it. But you can't half halfway things here. <laughs> and I promise if you have a CRM and you have all these things that that work with it, it's going to make your life easier in the long run. I don't want you to have to figure out that this is going to make your life easier in the long run. And you just trust me that this is going to make your life better. Clients are going to notice a difference in this level of professionalism. A client doesn't want to give their money to someone who they don't trust and is afraid that they're going to like lose their photos or something like that. If you want quality clients, then you need to be a quality photographer on the business end and on the front end of things. You need to have good looking photos, right? So those are my tips for planning your fall calendar. 
One, don't compare yourself to others that are around you, especially if they have been in business longer. Stay in your lane, do the best you can, and eventually you are going to get there, friend. Two, plan your personal life first, and then set specific days you're going to take sessions. Trust me on this one. Enjoy your season. Fall is fun. Christmas is fun. You don't want to spend your life working away. Three, if you want quality clients, be a quality photographer. Use a CRM and get organized now, not when you're in the weeds. And guys, be sure to follow me on Instagram. That's at Brittany Renee underscore photo. It's linked in the show notes so you don't spell it wrong. <laughs> I'll be sharing the planner creation process, sneak peeks, and more. And I'll also be putting out a pre-sale campaign here in the near future. And you do not want to miss out on that. I promise. It's going to be awesome. Thanks for joining me today and <laughs> dealing with my rustiness from being on a break from podcasting. So, see you next time, guys. Bye.